You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at oklahomahof. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down at the Oklahoma Hall of Fame today with return guest Bailey from Bondi Bowls. Um... It's not Bailey, it's Haley. No, it's Bailey. Is it? Because <laughs> <It is. laughs> I look at your, like, I get that wrong all the time. I know, I get it a lot. Because it's, it's Hay Bales on my that's Instagram. That's what it is. And, so and I, I saw your tag, right? Yeah. On the, the tag on your truck says Bales, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. That's just my mistake. <laughs> I listened to our previous podcast on the way here, and it is, I'm going to pull it up, it's episode, it was January of 2020. One. Yeah. It was just over a year ago. A lot has changed. <laughs> it was episode 262. A lot has changed since then. In that podcast, you spoke about you had just signed another truck in Edmond. So you can have two trucks in Edmond. And then the lady from Fort Worth had just signed. And you had kind of teased the fact that there was going to be a space coming. Um, that was January 12 months ago. And at that point, you were six and a half months into starting the business yeah something like that I mean a year let's call it a year and a half yeah. in I mean we've come a very very long way and it's been awesome to watch uh, you've just had the grand opening up in Edmond which I mean you're a week after the grand opening and you just said your feet are extremely sore right? <laughs> they are my body is exhausted but it's been an amazing amazing turnout um, which we'll touch on in a little bit about about that like that opening day which was really cool to watch on social um but in the first podcast we, we touched on the context of, you know you kind of your i guess your your real oklahoma story you you know coming back to oklahoma and the whole reason behind it which i'll link for everyone listening in the description episode 262 and you can go back and hear bailey's story uh, and kind of how the business comes about how bondi bowl starts um you know, with some health problems for my dad. And then, you know, you, you just having these bowls in Australia from living there and working there and just a really neat story. And then, you know, the, one thing I touched on, one thing you touched on when you met, when we talked about the podcast, um, the previous one, you said, I just want to build a brand. And, you know, some people, they just have one truck, right? And they're happy with it. That's all they do. That's their schedule. And I, I, I called on to this because it, in the website, it's just Bondi Bowls USA, right? It's not just like Bondi Bowls or <laughs> Bondi Bowls OKC. You had much bigger plans for it, which has been awesome to watch in such a short period of time. Um, you know, now, I mean, where are we at now? <laughs> so now we have 17 trucks across seven states and two storefronts will be opened by the end of this year for sure. But hopefully more. So yeah. it's just uh, the beginning. It's, it's, you're, no, you're right. You're totally right. It's just the beginning. Yeah. Um, but 17 trucks in two yeah. locations. From yeah. Oregon to Alabama at the moment. It's uh, crazy. So how, I guess, let's start with the first truck other than the Edmund one, the first out-of-state one. How did they find you? Yeah, she found me on Instagram. So she um, went to OC uh -huh. and she was up visiting friends, found it on Instagram and told her friends like, hey, we should go check out this food truck. Um, and she just kind of approached it and was like, 
what if um, I did this back home? And yeah. so she was my first one. And it was crazy that she was also a complete stranger. Um, someone that just kind of walked into my life and was like, I love what you've done. I love the brand that you've made. And I want to do it in Fort Worth and get to bless that community. Yeah. So that was really cool and very humbling. Um, and since then, most of my truck owners I haven't known or they've found me and yeah. and reached out in different different ways so because that's one thing that that i you know again we touched on the previous podcast was the fact that you just embraced social media went flat out at it you were different you know your reels had just come out and and you were all after it and and you'd kind of got the buy-in from your employees that hey guys like you know if you want to dance in front of the truck knock yourselves out like but it was strategic wasn't yeah. it? you know and it was really cool and i remember i think what was it when, when you got to like ten thousand, right it was like trying to get you to ten thousand, <laughs> and now you're at what is it 20 yet like yeah it's, we're at 18 18.1 or yeah. something like that on instagram it's um, crazy so it's really cool to see that you know because that does have worldwide reach right and and it's just different um and, you know, the whole community behind it, it's really cool that you have built, I mean, you've built a tribe. Like, it's <laughs> awesome to see. Thank you, yeah. And, you know, that's uh, clearly, you know, even anyone who's just, you know, gone on Instagram or looked at the the, the page and, and the photos and all the content from Grand Opening. <laughs> I mean, was it, you were open nine to nine, right? Was it nine yes. to nine Saturday? Yeah, that was a bad idea, but <laughs> that was <laughs> 12 Sunday. hours running in circles, <laughs> nonstop, but... <laughs> um, I know you, you mentioned to me it was supposed to be open a lot sooner, right? Yes. Like a lot of things during COVID. I mean, a previous guest we had on was, it was Jake Keyes who opened up a brewery and, you know, he, he, he mentioned in the podcast, like it was annoying that like, he's like, I keep, keep having to put it back because of complications from last year. Yeah. But it makes it special when you get to that final day and you're like, you know, I saw, saw you guys had the prayer and then, you know, you're cutting the ribbon and the balloons <laughs> and everything and just the joy on your face of just like, you know, this is it. This is the first store, right? Yeah. You know, and then, like I said, you've just got lines of kids and people and mums and dads and whoever around just to come in and, and support the business that you've built, which in a year and six months is amazing, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because we signed the building February 5th of last year. Yeah. And so I was so determined to open before the year mark. <laughs> so yeah. January 22nd, we pushed it pretty close, but yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Like I remember I arrived at Bondi Bowls on the day at like 7.30 or something like that. And people had already, were sitting in their cars waiting to stand in line yeah. when we opened at 9 a.m. Um, by like 8.30, there was over a hundred people. We'd already given away our free hundred shirts and it was past hideaway. And my first two customers, shout out to them. They were amazing. They drove from like Guthrie, um, all the way to, to admin to sit yeah. outside and, and support my food truck that turned into a storefront. So, so it's just cool to see the community and, and people that aren't just friends and family, like rally around this mm -hmm. business and this brand yeah it, I, it is amazing and we're going to get into kind of the, the the crux of just the brand building and the business building because you know just to do that in such a short amount of time and the way that you've done it like the franchise model and you know it's just I mean 17 trucks is just awesome right like and there's like I said there's a need for it right there's people want this stuff and they want to have the brand and they want to I mean you've got 17 people who want empty owners right um i know we've got mutual friends who are owners like yeah. who bought a truck started a truck and had a baby in the same <laughs> six months um jared and claire i'm talking about you guys i mean rock stars rock stars for sure uh, and hope the little one's doing well but and he has the aussie accent too and he is from australia <laughs> so it helps 
Um, yeah, it, it's awesome. So let's go, I mean, because we've given all the context for people about your story in the first podcast, yeah. let's talk about um, kind of this whole last year and what it takes to open up a store and also kind of just the 17 trucks that you have. Um, talk about that first truck again then. The, the lady, you know, she, she was, she, I guess she went to school up here, so she saw you, reached out. I mean, this is the first person that's going to, technically out of state is going to buy a truck, you know, franchise yeah. a truck from you. What was that whole process like? How long did it take? Um, you know, training, like talk yeah. to me about all that. Well, it was really scary at first because you're trusting someone you you've never met before with something that's your yeah. baby and you've like fostered for so long or short amount of time. Um, so I think that was probably the hardest part of it is just the fear of it all. Um, and then I would say, Altogether, it was a learning curve for both of us. So she was teaching me a lot. I was learning a lot from her and vice versa. Um, she had signed, I believe, in end of January, February. And then we had her up and running in March. So our turnaround time was pretty quick. We did a three-day training up here in Oklahoma. She um, got to ride on my truck, do the whole thing, brought our family. Damn. And then I pretty much, like... I'm a little bit of type A, a little OCD, and I have this like file folder, and it's just everything that you need to know, who to talk to, the health department, um, what licensings you need to get, how to get your LLC, all these different things. So I've tried to make it as easy as possible where they just press buttons and they can get everything ready. Um, and then, but there'll be things like, I made an Amazon checklist, and I put like these giant tubs on there, and I said to buy, like six of them, but they came in like cartons of six. So she had like, you know, all these buckets and she was like, what am I supposed to do with all these buckets, Bailey? So it was like definitely like a learning curve for both of us. <laughs> and then she couldn't return them. So now she has right. like tons of buckets. So um, it's little things like that, that like she was really gracious mm -hmm. towards me and the fact that like I was learning on what it looks like to replicate something that I had spent so much time on and um, so that was kind of like the grace portion of it so since then obviously people just buy the one thing with the six buckets and right. things like that um, and so she yeah I think it was just a month and a half though because um, we wanted to move quick. I mean, yeah. and that's kind of like my personality is like, let's do, 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 go, go, go. And she's the same way. And so that one was really quick and easy. Um, since then, though, there'll be lots of COVID restrictions. Mm -hmm. There'll be, you know, the truck can't get built out in time. Things are pushed back. Um, inspections are moved around. Things like that that are like out of our control, yeah. um, as well as me personally, like wanting to be present with them and not being able to get there. Like for Alabama, I think we had to push it back a little bit so that I could be out there and help them get started. Um, things like that. So, yeah, but we try to move pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> we well, like to yeah, move quick. Yeah, that's super quick, and and it's, I mean it just having you're right like that whole like i'm trusting you with my brand like that's a big step right and the first one obviously everyone gets easier after that because then you've you know you've i assume you have like a process of making sure that like each client each owner kind of fits the mold yeah have you turned anyone down <laughs> we do get a lot of requests sometimes for requests of territories that are already open yeah. so i'm not able to do those but um yeah i mean 
Bondi, the brand, as we just continue to grow, it is important, the people that are part of the brand too. And we have some of the best owners. I mean, they work hard, they give a lot, um, they give back to the community. They're typically local in that community, which I think is really important. Um, and so, yeah, I've tried to be really intentional about the owners that do move forward and open yeah. up a truck. If so. someone is ha does happen to listen to this, um, <laughs> which would be awesome, and does want a truck, and they are in a place that, that isn't you know a territory that's taken, how does that franchise model work? Yeah, so they apply online on our website, and then from there I, I send them the information, let them review it again, and to look at it in more details. Then we schedule a time to do an interview or like it's just kind of a get to know you. They ask a lot of questions. I'm able to, you know, ask questions about them, see if they're able to. Because it's at the end of the day, food trusts especially are a lot of work. It's yeah. exhausting. Um, I've had to put in so many hours of lifting things, heavy things, moving stuff around. You're working with all these different clients um, and you're with a different client each day. So you're trying to be really present with the client you're with while emailing seven clients for next week. Um, so it's just like it pulls from you in a lot of different ways. So um, I always try to lead with that. And sometimes that'll be like the deal breaker for a lot of them is that it is a lot of work. And so the operation side of it might not be what they were expecting or what right. they saw when they see a food truck. So, um, and then after that, we kind of just get started. We find the truck, we build out the territory, sign the papers. Um, and then in, once you sign the papers and we find the truck, you can be open like in two, three weeks time. Yeah. Um, Cause we have everything else all sorted. I have the blenders at my house. Um, you know, everything's ready to go. We just need the truck and the, the buy-in, the signature. Yeah. So. so do you like purchase all the truck and all the equipment or did they do it and then like, I mean, you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, but I'm super interested in <laughs> yeah, how <it> no. works. <laughs> yeah, so for the trucks right now, trucks are really hard to find. Mm -hmm. Amazon has been buying them up or FedEx or whatever because there's just so many online yeah. shopping now. Um, so because of that, it's hard to find trucks. So we have started building some out on our own. So like dad actually... <laughs> My dad's a rock star. He helped build the storefront and now he's transitioning to build out food trucks so that we have a food truck when someone's ready. So, um, so we have two more food trucks just sitting at my house ready to be built out. Yeah. Um, so we try to do it as best as we can. Some people opt to do it on their own and they'll go through like a custom food truck place or they'll buy it. You know, I bought mine on Facebook Marketplace and yeah. then just like redid it myself. So that's an option and it, at the end of the day it just comes on comes to like how much what kind of truck you're wanting what the price what your price budget is that mm -hmm. kind of thing so the trucks that's sitting at our house probably like aren't as reliable and more similar to mine mm -hmm. whereas if you buy a brand new truck and get it built out custom it's going to probably last longer have a nicer engine that kind yeah. of thing so how much does a new truck cost with a built like fully built out Fully built out is probably like it depends how nice you're going. Yeah, There's yeah. like the Cadillacs of of Bondi bowls, you know, or Cadillacs of food truck world, and they can be upwards of like 120, 130. Yeah, yeah. Or you can buy a used one, fix it up for like 35 to 50. I mean, <laughs> even a used one and fix it up is still a huge investment. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Like, it's still a huge amount of money that you know someone. But again, like that's that's you know something that you built into the franchise model and and. 
you know, it, it's it, clearly there's a model. You know, you've built out a plan that it works, right? Like if right. you do this, like like a menu, if you put this together, make exactly. the calls, and and it's gonna work. And then is it obviously it's on to them then to schedule out and you know. Yeah, that. so they do most of they do all their scheduling. That's the best part about a food truck is you can work when you want right. to and not work when you don't want to. Um, I did just make my big corporate hire as well, so yeah. I have my first corporate employee, and we start training um, this week on Tuesday actually. And his role is pretty much to sit down with all the trucks quarterly and just be like, here, here's the numbers, here's what we've done. Um, but if we made you know this many cold calls and had this much return we could increase this much percentage right. and we could increase sales. Look, you're doing really well in this tiny little town. Let's target that town on your Saturdays or things like that. Um, and just giving a better outside perspective because right. when you're in the truck world, you're not thinking about those things. You're, you're waking up, you're going to the destination, you're coming home, you're going to bed, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, he kind of just is going to be able to like, do big picture stuff and really help them be like, this is how much we need to make based off of your expenses to make sure you're breaking even. This is right. to make sure you're profiting, to make sure it's your full-time job. I have several owners that this is their full-time job now. Yeah. Um, and they work, you know, nine months, take three months off, which is awesome and such an amazing platform. So I'm excited to have this um, employee with Jacoby come in and be able to like offer them all these new things and be able to to talk them through ways to right. be strategic moving forward, which is fun. Yeah, that's super exciting. And and for them to have that resource, I'm sure they're pumped as well, right? Yeah. So with it, does every like every POS system on the truck come back to like central to you guys so you can see everything Correct, and yeah. That, so that yeah, so he has all the data then that he can just say, Hey, like whatever you're doing on Saturday, like keep doing <laughs> keep it. Keep doing that. You know, or don't do it, go to somewhere else. Uh-huh. Um and that also with the day, there's no excuses. Yeah. Right? It's just exactly. like, you know, like, well, why am I not doing well? Well, it's because you're not open on Saturday <laughs> or Sunday, um, you know, or Friday night. Like, it's probably, probably an issue. Yeah. Um, so so for you then, how do, does does Bond Labels take, like, a, a, just an amount every year or is it a percentage? So it's a percentage every month. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, that yeah. makes yeah, yeah. So that makes sense then. So that's, that's really interesting. So you get 17... <laughs> basically data, 17 data streams coming in. Correct. And then Jacoby then is just going to meet with everybody quarterly and say, you know, as yeah. well as doing other stuff, obviously he's going to be doing a lot more. <laughs> yeah, uh, poor guy. Yeah. Uh, so how many states? Seven states, was it? Seven states. So we're uh, trying to go left to right. Oregon, uh, Arizona, Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> I just thought it's the best thing ever. Uh, what's funny, though, is when we started talking, you said that, you know, everyone comes here for training and everyone trains on your truck. And then some of the trucks obviously are much newer and nicer. So they come to yes. yours and they're like, okay, like, if we can work on this truck, we can do it. Exactly. My truck is 10 feet. I think I'm the smallest truck. I think actually um, Arkansas has a smaller yeah. one, but... 10 foot by like six and a half, seven. And I normally have like three or four people crammed in there. Uh -huh. So um, they're all just shoulder to shoulder. And most of my other trucks are like 14 by like seven and a half. And so they're really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're always like, wow, Bailey, very humble beginning. <laughs> good <laughs> start. It's, it's good though, right? Because they're like, you're like, hey, I didn't start with a perfect truck. Right. Like, 
my truck might have broken down. You know, and we it was really tight. Like, but we made it work. Right. And if I can make it work, you can make it work. Exactly. Right? Like the, again, there's no excuses in that. <laughs> um, one thing that I loved is that I mean, even this week, I think you posted on your Instagram story that you were still running to the store to grab <laughs> in, grab you know fruit and inventory, just bringing in crates of fruit because I mean it's a great problem to have. Oh, it's a great problem. Right? <laughs> yeah, but you probably didn't think that people are going to keep coming through. You know, on the weekdays and you know, obviously weekends are big, but during the week, you think, oh, it probably die down a little bit. Exactly. You know, and you're like running to the <laughs> store and grabbing more food. <laughs> I know. You would think after like 20 months, I would have this inventory thing figured yeah. out. I still, it yeah. still blows my mind every time when people show up. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a line. Mm-hmm. It's just like the best feeling in the world. And you think, oh, like it might die down on a Wednesday and it doesn't. No. And it's just like, okay, we need more strawberries. Right. <laughs> we need to cut more kiwi. Well, so. people keep coming in just to hang out too, yeah. right? Like, which is, you know, they're not just like coming and going. Like they're in there and they're, they're using the space, whether it's just to work or exactly. whatever it is. Like that's, that's I was really, really intentional with my storefront too, specifically. Like I love studying in places. There's outlet at, at each table. Mm-hmm. And then even like our tables, they're two inches longer than most normal restaurant tables so that your laptops don't touch. Um, things like that. They're also like really sturdy, so they're not like wobbling when you're studying or sitting and, and little ones are touching the tables. Yeah. Um, and then the legs like make it easy for you to like cross your legs while you're sitting, stuff like that. So um, I wanted to be like really intentional of making it a space where people felt comfortable to sit around and hang out and, and grab coffee with a friend or bring their little one and their little one can be pulling on things and not too worried about what's going to fall on them or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So fine details, but they all add up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, so opening up this new spot and obviously it's, you know, taken almost a year and you finally got it open and there's a lot of things. It's not just a truck in a space, right? I mean, your, your menu was doubled maybe even tripled which, <laughs> which we'll get into like there's a lot more that goes into it the build out super cool thanks dad for the build out it <laughs> looks awesome you know and when i came up the other day we talked about the mirrors right you got these surfboard mirrors that that you found which is just like so oh your friend your friend make them no she it was her idea okay, she like yeah. looked at the space and she was like surfboard mirrors and i was like genius, genius. i hadn't thought of it um and so i was like okay so we found yeah. them on etsy in there yeah. so fun Tell me about kind of the build out of the menu and kind of exploration and the taste testing and all of that, you know, I mean, that's probably the most fun thing to do is build out a menu because you get to taste test and and product test for, I mean, months. Yeah, it was really fun. It was me and my sister and both of my sisters, we were just in the kitchen and we had the music playing and it was just like a fun, creative space. But we did a lot of not great ones to test try. I mean, there were some really nasty ones in there to find that because we wanted to be really fun with it. So like our strawberry and banana smoothie actually has like pepper in it. And then I brings out the taste of the strawberry but in order to find the perfect equation you have to put too much pepper in it you know a couple times and be like oh my gosh this tastes terrible um but it was like it was so much fun and then we did like a small soft opening with just friends and family Mm -hmm. that came in and they'd be like oh gosh this is terrible or oh my gosh this one's so good or add a little bit more peanut butter to that one um so that was really fun and adding like the juices and the health shots um those were really fun to test try and make other people test try um because health shots just in general like make you like this and so when we would do it wrong people would be like oh my gosh this is so bad so um (laughs) 
<laughs> it was, it what, was fun. Is there any consequence of taking too many health shots in one day? <laughs> um, probably. Honestly, there were times I was Shaking. like, oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> a little jittery. Yeah. A lot of apple cider vinegar in that. Um, but they were so fun. But I would say we did a lot more bad ones until we found the good ones. So yeah. it, it was, but it was fun. We would be like just running to, on top of each other and like throwing things in the dishwasher and, and going to the store and buying a bunch of random stuff that didn't make sense that we're yeah. like, this is going to try, we're going to try this in this smoothie or things like that. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, so you mentioned juices and health shots. Is there anything that, I mean, we can go through the whole menu. We got time. <laughs> okay. So other than you had the, the four bowls on the truck. Right. So we had six bowls, six on, the bowls truck, on the truck, and then we added six more bowls. Okay. But we added three more bases. So we have like the acai and pitaya bases, which are on the truck, mm-hmm. and then we added the blue base, which is a spirulina, which is a plant. It's full of a lot of antioxidants, similar to the acai berry, um, and it's pretty much just like mashed up to a to a powder, and it's blue. Yeah. Um. So that one's really fun. That was also our like Fourth of July patriotic bowl that we would just do like on occasion. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to get to bring that in full time because we got so much, so many compliments on that. We also have a banana coconut base. Mm-hmm. Um. It tastes like ice cream, to be honest. Uh. I love it because I think it tastes more like banana than coconut. I'm not a big yeah. coconut person, but it's so good. And then we have, and one of the bowls is like a pina colada. So it's the mm-hmm. coconut base with our chia pudding which is so good I'm obsessed with our chia pudding and then pineapple and banana Mm -hmm. so that one's really good and then we have a green base which is actually my favorite and I'm not a green person Um, but it's spinach kale and mango and it's so good and then we added smoothies so we have like I think six or seven different smoothie options one of them my favorites I love the green one again it's spinach kale and pineapple for the smoothie um and it's just so good like so good and then we have one called the manly beach yeah and it's peanut butter and jelly so it's like protein powder um peanut butter blueberries um almond milk and something else and it's like so good it's by far my favorite i get up pretty much every single day at this point um our juices are fun because we make them fresh so like when you order it we go back and make it right then so there's no like preservatives or anything to help make them last so i really like our juices um but they do take a while to make so that's the only downside to it because i love being fast and efficient right. so the fact that our juices take time um is hard you. <laughs> yeah i'm like there's got to be a way i've got to figure this out um and then the health shots those are good they're good the miami one is my favorite i do actually really like that one um it's the apple cider vinegar one and then we have like little power balls which is like our granola our granola is probably like people buy it by the bag Mm -hmm. all the time um so it's our granola our homemade peanut butter chia seeds and agave and vegan chocolate chips um and our granola is vegan too so it's like very health conscious but also like a really nice sweet treat. Yeah. And then what else do we have? We have all sorts of fun things. We've got overnight oats. We have the chia pudding. We've got yogurt parfaits. Um, we also have like our merch lines, which are so fun. Um, I love seeing like people come in wearing like our Bonai Bowls crew neck or the windbreaker, or any of our t-shirts, which is so fun. Um, 
And then each truck like also has their own t-shirt that's custom made. So oh, all of my truck owners um, have designed their own t-shirt for their location. So some of them have like a cowboy hat on it with a surfboard or um, anything that's like geared towards their location or something about them. And then they also have like their own surfboard and like own colored surfboard. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a unique touch to each truck as well. Yeah, that they can kind of customize and have, I guess, make it to their own, right? Yeah. The one with the cowboy probably looks really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really sweet. Yeah. One day I want to see if anyone's able to collect every single food truck shirt because you can only buy them at the certain food truck. You can't buy it like at the store or anywhere else. So um, I'm I'm waiting to see which person can go to all 17 trucks yeah. or plus and get all the different Do you shirts. have all of them? Of course. Of course I have you do. A, so have you made a, a quilt out of closet. all of them? I need to. <laughs> I need be, a quilt. Yeah. Because then you just keep making quilts because they're going to keep so many expanding. Quilts. <laughs> yeah. I hope. Is there anything that didn't make the menu that like you just kind of didn't have room for or something that like you just make that's not on the menu that like, <laughs> hey, this is just for me? <laughs> To be honest, there were a couple of smoothies that was really hard to let go of. There was one that was like a cinnamon roll one that me and my sister put together. Um, And yeah, it was just one of those things where we had to like be realistic on the realities of our menu and be like, no, we can't have it. Um, There were a few different bases that we tried that were like mango or more like tropical that I really wanted to add. But just again, the realities of having so many bases just like overcomplicates it for my employees and it takes away the efficiency side of everything. So we had to like pick the top, top six and the top eight. but yeah, so there's a few that me and my sister, we make in the back just for ourselves. And yeah. sometimes our employees get really creative with it too. Um, Cause now we have like all these new ingredients, right. you know, sitting in the freezer. So the other day, one of my girls like made this smoothie. It was like so pink and so beautiful. Um, and she like even decorated it out and we're like, oh. so it might be our Valentine's day smoothie. I don't know. Well, that's another good thing too, right? Is that you can bring things out for occasions, Valentine's day, St. Patrick's day. I I mean, 4th of July, you already have one, like all of this stuff, but then you trial those and hopefully keep them, you know, if they do well, you might keep them in for longer. Yeah. Um, or if someone wants one, they can always just ask nicely. Yeah. We do have a secret menu. You do have a secret menu. We do have a secret menu. It's on Instagram. My sister manages Instagram. So, um, just be aware now it's um how do we find the secret menu on instagram (laughs) i can't even tell you how she spelled it but it's bondi bowl secret menu but she uses a whole bunch of different characters for each letter um and it's a private account but we have things like the bedlam bowl um which is half acai half pataya Mm -hmm. and we have things like one's called the cutie pie um and it's bananas and strawberries with um peanut butter and vegan chocolate chips on it um we have the sunset beach lemonade um which is the tiger's blood syrup from shaved ice mixed in with lemonade yeah so and there's a whole bunch of other little things like my mom's go-to is she orders it as a hot mess so you can come up and say i want a bonai bowl but make it a hot mess and we pretty much just like do it backwards so we put yeah. like the toppings on the bottom and the base on top so that it's easier to mix and eat oh I need to do that <laughs> yeah, yeah <definitely. laughs> because people hate like trying to like yes. push it all in and stuff yes. um so little things like that I found the Instagram you found page, the Instagram and I requested <laughs> to follow it so hopefully I get accepted hopefully she lets you in yeah uh 
That's awesome. I'm looking right here. There's a Bondi Bowls UK, sadly, on Instagram. I know. But it's, like, it's not. It's like a salad bowl. Yeah. It's, yeah. God, such a shame. <laughs> you can, someone, if anyone in Wales is listening, maybe you can have a first international. You, have, you don't have an international one yet, right? I don't. I've had some requests yeah. from friends in Australia, um, yeah. and I really want to go there one day, but not, we haven't yet. Australia and New Zealand is like the hardest place to get to right now. Oh my gosh. COVID. Yeah. It's Horrendous. crazy. Yeah. The stories my friends have, it's insane. Yeah. I have a friend of mine traveled back from New Zealand and he had to sit in a hotel. For, I think it was for two weeks yeah. and paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. And they like won't let you go anywhere. No. Like, he said it was knock like Knock on your door for food. Yeah. 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 He said there was an option to, um, it was like, he said basically ticked like a healthy menu or unhealthy menu. <laughs> and then they had like one hour exercise every day. They go to yeah. before, I mean, I was like, you're, you're crazy, right? He's like, no, no, it's just how it is. It's like, well, it's not how it is over here. It's like, you need to get <laughs> Specifically over here. Oklahoma. Specifically Oklahoma. <laughs> but it would be cool to, to go back to kind of where it all started. Oh, yeah. To have, you know, a truck back there or, or, I mean, just even just to go back would be special, oh especially with family, like yeah. to take family there, you know, and see like, hey, this is my, this is the beachfront apartment that we had. It's like <laughs> yeah. 300 square feet. <laughs> uh, and kind of, that would be really cool to do. Um, do you, would you ever like go back and live there? If, uh, if out here this could run itself, would you go back and live in Australia? I would love to. Because of visas, it does seem, and it, I think it's just going to get more difficult with visas yeah. to go there. Um, but in a perfect world, it would be cool in the next couple of years to to spend another few years living mm -hmm. there. But the, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> and well, the good thing is that I guess once the once the store is kind of like standing on its own two feet and kind of runs itself. And if anybody wants to be a manager, if anybody's hiring right <laughs> I now, am. Uh, if anyone wants to be a manager of not just one store, maybe multiple stores, um, it, it'll run itself. And you could, like you said, you you know you have a truck owner that works, you know, takes three months off. Like, yeah. it would be nice to spend three months in Australia. <laughs> it would be so nice. Because that's their summer is our winter. Yeah. So it would be a very nice It's a perfect away. switch. It, it is. It yeah. really is. So. Um, what, I guess, other stuff that, that's kind of happened over the last year, you came out with um, like a fitness kind of way, right? Built by Bondi? Yeah. So Tell it was actually, that. yeah, it was actually um, some of my employees that work for Bondi Bowls. Um, we had sat down and we were like, we want to grow this brand to the next level. And we want to not only fuel people, but we want to want to grow them in all different ways. So um Blake and Kate kind of spearheaded this and it's actually their business. So it's not mine, um, which has been so cool to just like encourage them and help them grow as entrepreneurs because they're both rock stars. Um, but the objective is obviously the clothing line, but they want to do like a gym or something like that in addition or, you know, on Saturday mornings, go to the park across from Bondi Bowls and, and lead a, a fitness thing of some sort. Um, so it's been really cool to watch them grow their entrepreneurship in that way. But yeah, I love the the clothing. I'm literally, I'm wearing it right now. This is the Built yeah. by Bondi top. Um, I'm obsessed with it. The material's great. So um, yeah, and they're just rocking it. So yeah. Uh, so what are we missing? I mean, we've done, you, know, you got, you got, you got general clothing kind of sweats and crew necks and, and comfy clothes and dad hats and, and surfboards. Um, has anyone bought a surfboard from you yet? No, no, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Just to go in their office. Like even, yeah. even like kind of like not mini ones, but like, I don't know, ones that are like three feet long would be really cool. Oh my have. gosh. I should do that. I haven't even thought about that. That would be really cool. <laughs> um, you know, just, I, I'm just trying to think of where this, you know, the other things that 
that are on the menu other than, you know, um, on, and I mean business menu in a sense of not just food. You know, you've got clothing, um, you know, store, which you have another store coming up soon, right? Which Yeah, is we're going to be, be in Edmund Center Court, the tennis facility yeah. in Edmund. Um, so I'm really excited about that to, like, grow the micro unit spaces. Mm-hmm. I think I love my big space, and I think it's a great flagship location, but I, most of my owners... I see them doing like little micro units or yeah. like small, tiny little shops versus something as extravagant as mine. Um, so this is kind of a nice, good easing our way into that and understanding yeah. how that would work as like a part of something else. Mm-hmm. So as you got that one, other than those two, is your plan to take any more locations or would you just kind of go in the truck route? Um, I like the truck route. I think yeah. the truck route is like where... Um, where everything's heading right now. Mm -hmm. Trucks are easy, um, especially with COVID. You can go to the community. You can serve them directly. You're partnering with different companies, and there's just, like, a really broad impact. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, they are a lot of work, and so I think it's quick to transition into something like a storefront or for our owner operators to turn into just owners and kind of pass the baton on as the operators. Um, But I do have people, it also is dependent on location. So like for Florida, it's kind of hard to do food trucks. So um, people that have reached out for the Florida location, we've been talking more like micro units or um, what are they called? Like shipping container options, things like that. Same with California. That's kind of the route we would go in because of the emission laws in California are really strict. Is that the same in Florida or not? No, Florida doesn't have those laws. Florida is just like really difficult to get around and it would be harder for parking. It's more of a parking thing. Um, But for California, they have like emission laws for their cars. Don't go to California. (laughs) So so for that, we would definitely do like a storefront or something like that. Yeah, so I feel like each location is different, and each owner has, like, a different perspective of what they want and what they see the community needs. So I think trucks are quick, easy, and successful, and I I know the route, and I know how to do it. Um, But I think that the storefronts are kind of, like, the next thing that's going to follow closely behind the trucks. Um, And it's easier for the customers. Like, it's so fun having the customers come in and say, oh, my gosh, it's so great. You have a location. It's so fun that I can always come here. I can bring my daughter, and I know I can get an afternoon snack or things like that. So um, I think that's something that all of my owners want to bless their community with one day, too. So um, I see it trailing behind um for a lot of my my food truck especially the ones that are doing it full-time and want to keep it full-time do you ever think of doing kind of mixing bits of both and having a drive-thru at your location yes that was because you're on the end right i'm on the end mine won't be a drive-thru but when i was looking for locations drive-thru is like number two on look like buying an old restaurant Yeah. Yeah. yeah the first one though was like the location being close to like a park or something that's like you. active. Yeah. And yeah. so, or like a gym or something like that. So I got the park, which is across the street from Bondi, but, um, I don't have the drive through, yeah. but I think all, most of my locations moving forward will probably have drive through cause right. it is the, the sense of ease and, and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, um, now that we're getting, the other thing was I didn't know how efficient we would be or like how quick our products would be out with a bigger menu and we're still moving like pretty quick and we can Mm -hmm. pretty much, you know, do the turnaround time pretty quickly. So I can see a drive-thru being an easy As long as they don't want juice. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No juice orders. (laughs) You have to park over there if you want juice. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Uh. But yeah, it's just crazy to think like 
that people are willing. I mean, people are waiting an hour and a half mm-hmm. for a storefront um, in line, and that is just leaves me shocked and yeah. just makes me excited for the fact that it is something that I would want to expand on and keep growing and and to do as a franchise the storefront as well. So yeah, and it yeah. was cold that day. You it had was your grand opening. Freezing. <laughs> it was absolutely freezing, um, and people were standing. They had like they were all bundled up. Um, we even had one woman who was wearing gloves, but we had put a space heater out there. I mean, it, I don't yeah. think it did much, and it burned her gloves. She was so cold that she had stand, stood too close to the space heater. Yeah. Um, so it's just the fact that people like not only were so excited to get a Bondi bowl, but they were willing to stand in crazy temperatures to do it is just so humbling and so much fun but i mean it it is awesome and it's (laughs) great to see um and just like i mean i i I love kind of seeing the impact that you have you know from that day or that weekend on on social media it's just you know like i'm kind of a big fan a bit of a nerd about social media so it's (laughs) kind of cool seeing the impact and i always go to like look at like the tagged photos and then the location and then the hashtag as well just to kind of see and the amount of people that i knew that were there (laughs) It's just like, this is so cool. Like, you know, and people driving from, like I said, Guthrie or, you know, Moore or whatever, just yeah. to come to the location, just to see it, um, you know, and support you. It, it's really neat. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's... Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and, and it's all come from, you know, something, going back to our first podcast, it came from, you know, something that, that you weren't really happy about. Like obviously, Dad had a scare, you came back, and then when you landed, he was fine. Yeah. And you've kind of taken you away from Australia. Which, looking back, I mean, you got back, what, like, just before things kicked off in March last last year, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, like, the first week of March, you got back, and then everything went nuts. Exactly, yeah. And then a month later, you have your own truck. <laughs> yes. Which, shout out to Mum, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I bet the one, the one thing now, though, it's probably nice to have a kitchen is actually, like, you're not just making granola and peanut butter on the truck or in your mum's mm-hmm. kitchen. Like, you've got a legit space for it. So production of that's probably gone up, too, right? Yeah, you would think so. My mom, <laughs> my mom actually made that comment the other day. Are we putting your mom on blast <laughs> yeah. now? She was like, actually, you know, I thought I would have this big mixer and these huge ovens and, and all this stuff. And yeah. she's like, I could, you know, whip it out so quick. But then she gets dragged into, hey, can someone do the dishes? Oh, can someone make this juice? And so she gets dragged off to all these other things and keeps burning the granola and stuff. So um, uh, I she, I don't know if she's made a decision yet, if, it, if she likes it or if she's like, uh, can I have my own space, please? Yeah, so, which that would be next. It's a bigger, bigger space. Yeah, right? it would or be just... nice to have where we do like a production site where we right. make the granola and stuff like that because she makes it for all 17 trucks and my storefront. So your mom's constantly making So granola. she never stops working. Um, and wow. bless her heart, she's... Um, I don't pay her well, so... <laughs> <laughs> So she does out of the kindness of her heart, um, which is awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great to hear. Uh, well, I mean, it's been it's been only you know, just over a year since we recorded. The business is going to, you know almost a year and seven months. Yeah, and it's amazing to see how far you've gone. I think what did we say last time it was like we're taking over the world. I think or take, <laughs> it was like maybe I just said it, it was world domination. <laughs> um, I mean, you're on the way to it, which is awesome. Do you have kind of like a growth plan going forward? Of like we'd like to have one new truck every three, four months, or is it just kind of organic? Yeah, so now we, we've gotten more structure on like how we want to do things for openings. Mm-hmm. So like we want to do all of our trucks that have signed 
<clears throat> between October and um, like January, all of them opening up in March mm-hmm. and just like boom, 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 boom. Um, and then kind of like get more signed on, get people ready and then do another big thing in like June. Yeah. Um, and then probably the last one being in Oct- August or something like that. Um, and then waiting off because we had quite a few of my trucks because of COVID and things sure. that were supposed to open in July ended up opening in October, November. And that's like a very discouraging Tough. month because yeah. it's kind of our lower ones. Um, and even if my truck owners didn't feel discouraged, me as, as the founder was really discouraged um, because I want... I want all my owners to do well and I want to be able to bless them with this right. um, position. And so when it was discouraging for me, I don't know, I haven't actually sat down and talked with each of them on how they how they felt about it and they've never brought it up to me. But yeah. for me personally, I would rather them open during the hot, fun seasons and get to be blessed by that than to open and be discouraged. Um, yeah, so. everybody likes to eat bad food in the in the end of the year, right? I'll exactly. tell you, you've got Thanksgiving coming in November, and like, then everyone takes no off to Christmas. Bowls. Yeah, like that's the last thing on people's minds, right? Let's exactly. Be so yeah, I can see why you feel that. Um, yeah, it, it's been a weird role to transition into. From I'm such a operations person, I yeah. love being super hands on. I loved the truck and things like that, and moving into this founder role is definitely really humbling because I'm not as hands-on and I'm kind of more stepped back and so learning how to be like a leader and a founder whatever those roles mean or defined as has been actually really hard because it's roles that I've never been in before and so that's kind of been a difficult part in this season is figuring out you know how to respond to things how when to speak up when not to speak and things like that that like isn't something you get taught in school and it's not something that people are teaching you and so thankfully I have amazing mentors that have helped walk me through those different roles but at the same time I still mess up and I'm still learning and so I'm very grateful for very um gracious owners that have extended kindness to me as I learn what it looks like to be in this role as a 26 year old. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't know sometimes. <laughs> well, well and that, that's the great thing. And the thing that definitely came from our first episode was, was like the fact that you're going to go and do something. Okay. If we fail or we mess up, we're going to figure it out. And we're going to keep moving forward. Yeah. Right. And that's something that's clearly happened over the last year and a half. And, you know, look at where you are now you know, and there's hundreds, maybe thousands of little failures in there, mm-hmm. but you're still moving forward. And that's such a great lesson for people listening and, and, and future business owners. And, yeah. and, you know, I'm sure you've got people looking up to you that like, I want to own a truck one day or, you know, guys and girls in high school that, you know, that might work for you. They're like, this is awesome. I love this. You might inspire them to start the business like you started. And it might not be a Bondi business, but it might be something else. It's, yeah. you know, like this really cool to have that and to have that impact. And, you know, in a year and seven months, it's <laughs> pretty awesome. Sorry, my light just fell everywhere. Um, it's pretty awesome to have that, you know, and to, to kind of build that legacy and have, you know, that kind of impact at the age of 26. I'm sure mom and dad are extremely <laughs> proud. I'm sure they've told you many times how proud they are. They do um, tell me that. They're you sweet. Know, which probably gets old. <laughs> uh, but it's really cool to have and then have mom and dad, like, you know, yeah. buy into it. And obviously dad's helped with the handyman side of things. Um, you know, and then and then mom's making granola nonstop. <laughs> so. And that's the other thing that I realized looking back on, I'm so blessed with my family that has been rock stars through this because obviously, like you were saying, there's a lot of bumps in the roads and there's hundreds of things and failures and trials that don't get talked about or are just things that happen within our family or whatever it is. Um, 
and my parents and everyone has just been like so kind to me and understanding like when I do run out of inventory and it's Sunday at noon, which is our busiest hour and I'm still driving past Sam's to grab all of our fresh fruit, you know, they don't bark at me or say, oh, you should have done this. You should have known. You should have whatever. They just are like so quick to grab it out of my car and start washing the strawberries and start cutting them. Um, And I think that that is like really important and why we have also grown so quickly is because we aren't sitting there saying things that we did wrong. We're sitting there saying, okay, let's fix it and let's do it. And like, let's move on and, and make this better. And I think that that is an important part of business, especially starting a new business is stop sitting at the mistakes and just keep doing the right thing. Just solve the issue as quickly as you can and anticipate as much as you can. But if you don't anticipate it, find a solution right in the moment. So yeah. Life lessons right there. Uh, has anyone asked you to go speak somewhere yet? Yeah. So I actually speak this Saturday at a girls Galentine's event, um, from at 10 o'clock. So, um, yeah. And I've spoken in a couple of, um, at um, some universities mm-hmm. and some classrooms and stuff um, to tell my story and some churches and things yeah. like that. Um, yeah, which is Was terrifying. It super weird? <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. It's um, it's really interesting and trying to be like mindful of time and what to say and what they want to hear and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I I've been reading a lot of books on like how to public speak and you know the three minute rule and things like that and also like leadership books that. Help help guide what I say and things like that. So that's been really helpful. But yeah, I never thought I would be speaking (laughs) about my life or telling my story, um, especially in this season. So it's kind of crazy. uh, That's that's one thing I can see is like, you know, it's just you being just authentically you, right? And and just kind of standing there and be like, look, this might not work, but we're going to have a great time doing it. And I'm going to tell you how I've done it and look, go through all the trials and tribulations. And this is where we are. And this is where we're going. And then people just see the passion in your face. I'm like, <laughs> okay, like I can, I can buy onto this, right? I can get behind this. And there's so many lessons there. Um, there's more than we can fit into one podcast. That's why <laughs> yes. we've done two, uh, you know, and, and, and it'll, I'm sure this isn't going to be the last one either. Cause in a year's time you might have, <laughs> you know, double the amount of trucks that you have, Hopefully, right? you know, which would yeah. be, which would be really cool. And then, you know, micro locations all over, yeah. um, which is awesome. But I want to thank you for taking time out. You know, like I said, the, the store has been open a week and one day <laughs> and you've taken some time out to come share <clears throat> some more stories. Um, but for people listening, uh, tell us the address of the store and then the website and, and, you know, where can they follow them all that yeah. stuff? Um, it's 136 East 5th Street in Edmond. So we're right next to Hideaway and Cafe 501 um, across from Stevenson Park. And then you can follow us on Instagram, Bondi.Bowls. And Facebook is Bondi Bowls USA. Um, and our website is just BondiBowls.com. B-O-N-D-I-B-O-W-L-S. And your Instagram is? And mine is Hey H-A-Y, like underscore Bales. Okay. So... <laughs> Who gave you that nickname? Um, I think I just gave it to just myself, to be honest. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. It is. Thank you. Uh, it's also confusing because people like me get him wrong all the think time, it's which Haley. is totally I, my fault. Actually, all my Australian friends always thought my name was Haley because yeah. of my Instagram, so I get it. There we go. Well, Bailey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, wish you... I mean, just a massive amount of success for the next year. At the end of the podcast we did last year, you know, I think we just said 2021 is going to be a great year, and it, it's been an amazing year. <laughs> it's been an amazing um, year. 2022, let's see if we can up last year. I think so. So I have high hopes for it. 
it's going to be awesome. <laughs> For everyone listening, I'll post the link to the previous podcast, episode 262, and the links to the social medias, and we will catch you in the next episode. Cheers. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.